This is Dylan FM, the podcast that goes deep into the work and world of Bob Dylan. You're listening to an extended episode, available exclusively to FM Plus or premium subscribers. to the Stud Circle Wax Museum, heard on WFMT, each weekday from 10 a.m. to 11. Stud's guest this morning is folk singer and uh, songwriter Bob Dylan, an interview recorded in May of 1963. The program in just a moment.
describe you, Bob Dylan? Uh, rumpled trousers, curly hair. You know, Bob Shelton of the New York Times speaks of your writing, some of the music, the songs that you sing, because they can't be pigeonholed. Uh, the minute you have one characterized or flies away, uh, his lyrics mix a silo sermon out of Guthrie's, Woody Guthrie's conversational folk say with a dash of Rambo's demonic imagery, even a bit of Yevtushenko's social criticism, whether his verse is free or rhymed, whether the mood is somber, crusading, satiric, subject to fanciful, Mr. Dillon's words and melodies spark with the light of an inspired poet. And I think uh, Bob Shelton has something after having heard you sing a number of songs and uh, a couple of your albums. Bob, where are you from, beginning? Where did you come from? Well, the, the beginning, you know, was uh, there in Minnesota. But uh, that, that was the beginning before the beginning. <laughs> the beginning was, uh, the beginning was uh, not until about three, four years ago. Five years ago, really. Or maybe it was even before that. How did that happen, the five years ago? Perhaps we can explore before that, too, a bit later. How did that five years ago happen, and you come to songs, these kind of songs? I don't, I don't know how uh, I come to songs, you know, but doing what I'm doing. I'm doing... Uh, I mean, I start, it's not up to me, you know, to... to I don't really yeah. go into myself that deep. And uh, you just go ahead and do I it. I just go ahead and do it. Yeah. yeah, I'm sort of trying to find a place to pound my nails, you know. Well, and pounding <laughs> your nails. I mean, when you were, did you hear songs when you were little? How did this come about? Did you yeah. hear records of Woody Guthrie? Well, I heard Woody. Woody, I know, is a factor in your life. Oh yeah, Woody. Uh, Woody's a big factor. Woody. I feel awful lucky, but you know, I feel lucky just to know Woody. Now you um, did something. You were in the Midwest. And one day you, you took off and you went to the hospital in New Jersey to visit Woody. Why'd you do that? Well, I, I didn't take off for uh, the hospital there. I was around the country uh, before that. And I, I'd heard of Woody. I knew Woody. I saw Woody once uh, a long, long time ago in Burbank, California, which was, I was just a little boy. I, I, I don't even remember uh, seeing him, you know. And I, I, I heard him play. That's interesting. You say when you were a very little boy. Yeah, it was about, I think it must have been about 10. Who took you here? Your parents no, took you there? No, it was my uncle. That Your time. uncle took yeah. you there, and you were very small. Yeah. And that was a memory. You remember, though, yeah, don't you? Yeah, I remembered uh, yeah. Woody that time, yeah. What was it stuck in your mind? That, uh, it stuck in my mind that he, he was Woody. And uh, everybody else I could see around me was just everybody else. Uh -huh. But he was Woody. You mean thought... there was no one else but one? Yeah. And that was he. And I think, uh, if I may venture an opinion, there's no one else but one to hear in you, Bob. And though you've influenced... Well, perhaps this will come along as we're talking and singing. I'm asking now about you. And it's hard to separate you from the songs you write and sing. You write most of your songs, don't you? Yeah, I write them all now. What what makes you write a song? Let's say there's one that I know Pete Seeger sings and Will Holt sings your song. It's a, and the only way I can describe it is a great tapestry. This hard rain's gonna fall. Oh, yeah, that one. Well, before you tackle that, what what made you write that? Well, I'll tell you how I come to write that. All right. Uh, that's just one of them kind of songs. It's just one of those I wrote like that. Was, that was uh, I wrote that because. Uh, you know, every line in that really is another song, you know. It couldn't be used as a whole song, every single line. And I wrote that when uh, I didn't figure 
I didn't know how many other songs I could write, you, you see. Uh, that was during, uh, I think, October of last year. And uh, I remember sitting up all night and uh, with a bunch of people someplace. And uh, I wanted to get the most down that I, that I knew about into one song as I possibly could. So I wrote that. It was October mm -hmm. of that night. What, that was during a crisis? Yeah, that was during that... Uh, blockade, mm -hmm. I guess is the word. You're during Cuba, and you worried. So you put yeah, it in song. Yeah, I, I was a little worried. I can't say I was... Uh, I was I you was can't so say you were elated. Yeah, I was a little worried. Maybe that's the word. <laughs> so you wrote the song. Mm -hmm. You know, could you sing the song? Uh, could you sing the song? You got it on the disc there. I'd yeah. appreciate it if you could do it that way. Which would you prefer, the disc or yeah, you're doing it? If you take it off the disc, I could, uh, I could sing the song, but it, would, it takes a long time to sing it. And if well, you'd like me to sing it, I guess. I would. Well, if it isn't... It, it, if you want me to, I guess. I, I would like you to sing it. I'll tell you why after you sing it. Yeah? All right, sing that one. Because I think this is some song we could talk about. I don't mean so much the content itself as the, the form. The lyrics, the images. And you call this Hard Rain's Gonna Fall. And I know people will be listening to it as you sing it. And, well, let come with me.
as you sing that one, it seems to be the whole world rolled into one. You said earlier, before you began to sing it, each one of the lines, each one of the images could be a song in itself. Yeah, it's a song. You know, you know, I asked you to sing that live rather than the disc. I had this letter from a kid who's about your age, he's about 21, 22. This came about because he was asking, you know, on this program, wondering about what this new generation is really thinking of. We hear so much. And it's, it's an interesting, at the very end, he says, you know, America's heard the story of the bright, straight-A student, the fraternity leading good guy, Charlie, the young victim of discrimination. But there's a quiet group that remains, one that has no overwhelming crusade that is outwardly to make, but one that is uneasily discontent, thoughtfully restless, Young people of this sort may eventually be determiners of future directions. But then there's something he said earlier. I can't find the sentence. That's why I ask you, think he says, outwardly, we seem to be cool, outwardly. But there's a rage inside us, you see. Now, you were singing that outwardly very easily and casually. So that's why I wanted to see you sing it. But, oh, boy, the fire of the words that you sang. I got a friend who wrote a book called $100 Misunderstanding. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know if it's around Chicago. But it's about uh, this this straight A college kid, you know, fraternity guy, mm-hmm. and uh, a Negro, a fourteen year old Negro prostitute, and uh, it's got two dialogues and uh, in, in the same book, one dialogue in yeah. one chapter and the other chapter follows with uh, this is exactly what he's thinking and what he does, yeah. you know, in the next chapter. Uh, is her view of him, uh-huh. and when the whole book goes. Yeah, like I that, heard of this book. I don't think it's uh, in the, uh, This guy Bob Gover wrote it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that would explain a lot too. That's one of the yeah. the, the hip more and more hip yeah. things nowadays, I guess. Besides, uh, I mean, I mean, it actually comes out and states something that's actually true. You know, that's everybody thinks about where where I don't know if this fellow that wrote in the letter was thinking about crusades and uh, this guy who wrote it. You can't label him. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he he's unlabelable. He's uh, <laughs> that's the word. You know, back in the 30s, in the 1930s, you know, there were young people feeling passionately, you know, under one label or another, do you see? But they they were more or, more or less pigeonholed. But what you stand for, it seems, the father wrote this letter and the guy wrote that book. They belong to nobody but themselves. Mm-hmm. But we know something is there. You know, out when he would say, cool, mm-hmm. cool. I suppose you have to be that because the chips on the table are so blue. Well, maybe it's just the time. Yeah. Now's the time. Maybe you have to belong to yourself, you know. And I think maybe in 1930, from talking with Woody and uh, Pete and some other people I know there, uh, seems like everything then was the good and bad and black and white and uh, easy to see. And uh, wherever you only had one or two, when you stand on one side, you you know people are either for you, or against you, or with you, or behind you, or whatever you have, you know. Nowadays, it's it just, uh, I don't know how it got that way, but it doesn't seem so simple. There are more than two sides, you know. It's, uh, it's not black and white anymore. Something you said earlier, something, uh, something you wrote, you belong to yourself. That's true. At the same time, you can't help but be connected mm-hmm. with uh, everybody else, which I suppose is why you write these songs. But take this one you sang. This one that I think is a, <laughs> I think will be a classic. This hard rain's going to fall. Even though it may have come out of your feelings about atomic rain 
at the same no, time. No, no, it, it was it atomic rain. No, well, go ahead. somebody else thought that too. Uh-huh. Well, go ahead. Yeah, it's not atomic well, rain. Go ahead. It's just a hard rain. It's hard not atomic rain. rain. No, it's not the fallout rain. No. It isn't that at all. Well, where somebody else, I think, said uh-huh. that someplace. Uh, well, go ahead. When you say a hard rain, what do you mean? Although you're I just mean that some sort of end that's just got to happen, you know, which is very easy to see, but everybody doesn't really, uh, it doesn't seem like, uh, it seems like you're overlooking it. Well, it's bound to happen, you know, it's bound to happen. It seems like it's, well, it's, it's although it, I don't, I'm not talking about the hard rain, meaning the atomic rain, uh, it seems to me like the bomb is, is a god in, in some sort of a way. It's more of a god, people worship it, actually, you have to, you have to be nice to it, you know. You have to, you can't. Uh, you have to be careful what you say about it. Uh, you know, you, people work on it. They go uh, you know, uh, six days a week and work on it. You have other people designing it. You know, it's a it's a home. Yeah, they're pretty good people too. In everyday yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a, yeah. They're not. I don't believe they're bad people. No, I don't. Well, just like uh, the guy that that killed this this fellow hitchhiking through Alabama. You know, the guy that killed him. He, you know that. You can't ask who me might anything. be the start. Yeah, yeah uh, I, f- I forget. We his don't name. know if he did, but it's the yeah. Or who, might, who might? Who might be? Well oh, be I, I'm guy. not even a saying I don't even know who it is. Yeah, might he might be. Yeah. Might be. Yeah. Uh, uh, even I mean, even if it's not him, if it's somebody else, yeah. you know, the fellow that actually shot the bullet, mm-hmm. uh, and you can't really say that. You know, you can't ask for nothing more awful. I mean, shot right in the back, uh, and uh, even that guy, you know, uh, when I, when you see something like that, I, I've seen so many people before I got to New York. You know that 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 are good people, that are that are that maybe are poor. You know, maybe a little poor. And there are other people telling them, you know, that uh, why they're poor. You know, and and who made it so that they are poor? And to take their minds off that they are poor, they have to pick out. They have to pick a. You know, but you a do believe, Bob, in good and evil. Oh, sure. I mean, there is a basic yeah, oh, good. Yeah, in yeah. Uh, I Obviously, think, you do from the songs you write. Yeah, I think the evil doesn't really cause. The evil is the cause, you know. But you know what I mean? One of the lines that got me earlier, you said things are not quite as simple as they were. The executioner's face is always well hidden. That's yeah, one of the lines of your song. Well that song you sang. <laughs> all oh, over I, the place it's hidden. It's not. It doesn't, yeah. It's, what is it that? Where so? Again, this comes out, you know, it's so impersonal, huh? Yeah. It's more impersonal today. But you keep on writing these songs. You don't believe, well, I'm the ma- I'm asking you what you don't believe or do believe. You said it's going to happen. What's going to happen? Well, I hate to think that anything is going to happen, but at least I recognize that it could happen. And uh, what's going to happen, it's got to be, uh, there's got to be an explosion of some kind. Uh, uh, the, the hard rain is going to fall, as in the last verse, when I, when I say, uh, where, the hung, where the pellets of poison are flooding the waters, that means all the lies, you know, all the lies that, that people get told in their radios and their newspapers, and, which all you have to do is just think for a minute, you know, and try to take people's brains away, you know, which maybe it's been done already, I don't know, maybe the, I hate to think it's been done, but all the lies, which is, I, I consider poison, you know. Uh, well, certainly my generation, let's say, the one I'm 50, be 51 soon, my generation, I think, has had it. I mean, we think, I'm talking about you now and your friends, all your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, through many of this, of the early 20s, 19, 20, 21, how many feel as you do? Oh, there's an awful lot of them. Well, I know that I, well, I don't know, you ask my friends, you know, uh, 
my friends. Uh, I'm I don't friend, mean just you know. I don't. I don't mean just your circle. Yeah. I mean in your because you've traveled a good deal. Oh well, <laughs> I can tell you something know. about friends. I got to tell you about yeah. people I grew up with. Mm-hmm. I kn- that I've known. You know, mm-hmm. since I've been, uh, you know, four and five, and uh, the same kind of these same kind of people I knew when I was uh, uh, ten and twelve. It was a little small town people. You know, and I grew up this with these people. This was in Hibbing, Minnesota, Iron Ark. Yeah, and some other places I lived. Mm-hmm. But uh, before I finally split, you know, mm-hmm. for good. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, these people were my friends. I went to school with them. I lived with them. I played with them. You know, I ate with them. You know, you know, uh, we did good things, bad things. We went through all kinds of things together. And uh, well, you know, I, I as I stand here right now. Uh, the last time I saw them, any of them was maybe two or three years ago, and uh, you know, there's either me or them has changed. You know, uh, what's happened to them? Well, they they still seem to be uh, the same old way. You know, like when they see me, they heard I was in New York. You know, and uh, they have words like uh, uh, I I can just tell by conversation, yeah. little conversation, uh, that that they still have. A feeling that isn't really free, you know. It's not a free feeling that they have. They still have a feeling tied up, where it's tied up in the town, in their parents, in the newspapers that they read, which go out to maybe five thousand people, uh, which they don't have to go out of town. The world's very small. You don't have to really. Uh, if you leave one town, you're in another town, it's the same thing. Same thing. So there's yeah. a kind of a sameness too yeah. that you see. That may not have been the case. I don't put I don't put them down. I, I don't put them down. Just, don't, you know, I'm not really say to say that my road and theirs is just uh, is different. It's not the same. It's uh, uh, like a lot of them are married. Maybe some are going to school. You know, uh, some are working. Uh, you know, just working. And uh, they're just a different. They're still there though. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah, what what are they thinking? They want. No, to be... they're not thinking. They're not thinking they're about not the same th- things I'm thinking yeah, about. They're not thinking what you're thinking. Yeah, that's. that's uh, I guess we spoke of those world. pellets on the water, haven't you? Early you spoke of those poison pellets on the water. Uh-huh. Whether maybe it, it hit them too, maybe, or has oh, it? Oh yeah, it? it has. It hit me. Hit you. It hit me. Yeah. It, it hit me. I just got out of it. You know, if, if I just got out of it, that's all. Well, as you as you're talking, I think your songs, as well as your words, right now tell the story of your feelings, Bob. Some more of these one, uh, the uh, don't think twice, it's all right. Well, that one, that's the yeah. That, uh, which one? Now, wh- yeah, that's the song I wrote. Oh. I wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I lost a nail though. I can't. I don't think I can play. Scrape it. Too. Oh, that's a difficult one to play. Not a difficult one to play. I just lost his nail here. It's gonna bust off any minute. You know, yeah. I might need it. Yeah, so I play that. Well, which is one that, uh, as we're talking right now, you know about your friends or about yourself? Oh, is, you want to hear one like yeah, that? Yeah, is there a song that? In fact, this could be sort of our our pattern. I think you know, like you can make the song I, italicize what you're saying. You see, because right. pretty much you, your song and your spoken word uh, mm. go hand in hand or hand on string. We should point out that this is Friday morning, and Bob is at a new place called The Bear. The Bear is where Leglone once was, isn't that right? I think it was. He'd be playing that just Friday night. It was last night, and then Friday night? No, it wasn't. (laughs) Just one night. It was last night. 
However, he, we hope soon there'll be a concert of Bob's in Chicago. Directly related to what we were just talking about. Yeah. Why did you write that song? Well, I, don't know, I wrote that a, a while ago. I left a verse or two out of that. Yeah. Sort of skip my mind. But it, it seems that you can write about any seems any subject under the sun. Anything worth thinking about, worth seeing. You know. When you say worth thinking about, what yeah, do you mean? Well, it means about everything. <laughs> it means yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> you 
you were 10 years old and you saw Woody and somehow the memory stuck in your mind and you were in Hibbing, Minnesota and you said it was about five years ago really that you took to the guitar and the singing. Oh no, no, I took, no. I just, five years ago, I, no, yeah, about five years ago, I just sort of never really did go back home, you know, five, seven, or four years ago. Where have you was. been since? Well, I've been in New York City for the past uh, almost two years. Before that, I was just out around the country, uh, to the Southlands, and there's uh, Mexico for a while. These are songs of your observations. Mm -hmm. Like you've been influenced not only by people like Woody, but blues singers have influenced you. Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Big Joe Williams, I think you might know him. Yeah. He lives there, I guess. Yes, he so does. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's an old friend of mine. Big Joe, you sing. You also take songs, take traditional songs, and make them your own. Well, like, not anymore. <laughs> you did like Man of Compton Sorrow. Oh yeah, that one. The White Spiritual. You took that and made it something wholly different. Well, that's an art in itself. But now, oh, not anymore, you say? No, no. I used to do that for, you know, for, uh... I, I did it, you know. I did it. I I did all that. I I was singing, uh, you know, two or three, three years ago, I was singing uh, folk songs, you know, that I'd learned. Now I don't sing any of them anymore. Well, you don't. Now it, no. it's all... Your own compositions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, has it occurred to you that your own songs might be folk songs? That is, you know, we yes. always have this big argument, what is a folk song? The very yeah. fact, I think your hard rain's gonna fall certainly will be one, you know, if time is the test. Mm. Yeah, yeah, time. Should be the test. Well, what is one, you say, any subject, a love song, let's say. Let's mm -hmm. say uh, uh, a love song. Yeah, you wanna hear a love song? Yeah. You see, he, you're talking about hard rains, and this is something that involves all mankind. One you sang about old friends and changes and possibly sing them. And how, Boy Meets Girl. Here's Bob Dylan, Boy Meets Girl. This is what called, this is Girl Leaves Boy. Girl Leaves Boy. I won't ask if this is autobiographical. This is called, uh, Boots of Spanish leather. Boots of Spanish leather, like Gypsy Davy. Yeah. No, not, not because that, because I always no. wanted a pair of boots of Spanish leather. Ah. <laughs> well, I'm sailing away, my own true love. I'm sailing away in the morning. Is there something I can send you from across this sea? From the place that I'll be landing. No, there's nothing you can send me, my own true love. There's nothing I'm wishing to be owning. Just carry yourself back to me unspoiled From across that lonesome ocean Oh, but I just thought you might like something fine Miss Silver 
difficult for you to answer about what led you uh, to the idea of writing we saw was it always with you well it no it, it yeah it's always been with me I, I can't really say you know what, what led me to I can only say that I look to do a lot of things you know uh, uh, I'm one of these people who thinks uh, that everybody has uh, certain gifts you know when they're born and uh, get enough trouble trying to find out just what it is. Mm -hmm. I, fin uh, I figured first it was, uh, I used to play the guitar when I was 10, you know? So I figured, well, maybe my thing is playing the guitar. 
Maybe that's uh, my little gift. You know, like uh, like somebody can make a cake, mm-hmm. you know, or somebody else can saw a tree down, and you know, and uh, other people write, and no, nobody's really got the right to say that any one of these gifts are any better than any other buddies, you know, because uh, they're all, you get them, you know, that's just where they're distributed out, and everybody uh, gets the same thing. And I ain't saying that this is exactly uh, what my gift is. Maybe I got a better gift, but as of right now, I ain't well, found it yet. Good enough. Yeah, I'm thinking about this little piece. I don't even call it a gift, you know. I don't even call it a gift. I, I, it's only my way of trying to explain something that is very hard to explain. There's <laughs> a piece you wrote called "My Life on a Stolen Minute." Oh uh, yeah. I assume a great deal of this is autobiographical. Isn't yeah, I wrote that for the town hall concert I, I gave in New York City. It is Duluth's an iron ore shipping town in Minnesota. Is where you came and you say I. Uh, I wrote my first song, my mother, and I titled it Mother, and I wrote that fifth grade, and the teacher gave me B plus. <laughs> I started smoking 11 years old, and we stopped once to catch my breath. And I don't remember my parents singing too much. At least I don't remember swapping any songs with them. And this, of course, is the opposite of what has been a type, let's say, you know, a singer who has learned from parents. Uh-huh. You haven't at all. There was no well, connection much, here. Uh, no, it's... Uh... I never, exactly what it says, you know, I really never did. Somewhere along the line there, you were playing guitar when you were 10, and the writing of the songs came out. Mm -hmm. I just write, I wrote for a long time. I've been writing for a long time. I sat in a science class and flunked out for refusing to watch a rabbit die. Mm -hmm. That's uh, my college days. I only was there for about uh, four months, and I never really was registered, you know. But I really did get to see it, which I can, I can't, you know, at least I don't, Talk, if I talk about colleges, I, I ain't talking about them uh, just because I dislike them for many thing people have told me. I was actually there, and I, I see what goes on, you know. But this is interesting. See, you're, uh, you you did go, what, for a year or so? No, I went for about uh, three months. You went months. for three months. The reason I ask is someone will say, well, listen to Bob Dylan. He's talking mountain talk now, though he's a highly literate and educated man, see. Oh, yeah. How, well, how would well, you answer like that? I think I am. <laughs> how would you answer that when they say that? Huh? How do you oh. answer that when they say that? Oh, no, uh, I got no answer. I mean, if they want to think I'm highly illiterate, uh, yeah, that's okay by me. I don't, uh... No, you're, <laughs> no, your feeling is you didn't have the education. I thought maybe the fact that you find it easier for you to mix no, there's no rule. It probably is just easier for you to express your feelings this way. Yeah. Just the way you're talking, you know. I suppose the influence of a great many of the... But Woody, the singers, Woody, me a lot. Woody yeah. perhaps, the fact that Woody, more than college, the three oh, yeah. months, was the big influence on him. Yeah, Woody Guthrie is perhaps the biggest influence. Uh, did Woody, uh, did Woody hear you sing some of these songs? Well, every time I go sing any songs I wrote for Woody, yeah. he always wants to hear a song for Woody. <laughs> Do you know that? <laughs> he always By the wants way, to hear know, that all this the time. Is, there's no harm in that at all. Oh, I mean, no. The song for Woody, that here's a case of a tribute of a young... And I use this term advisedly and properly. I think young folk poet, he knew Bob Dylan, tribute to an older one who has meant so much to him. Do you remember the words of that Woody song? Yeah, I do, but I never sing it. I made a point of mine. You I don't never, sing I know, it. I only sing it to Woody. Only I recorded it. Yeah, I recorded it. And mm-hmm. the, I know you recorded it, you you couldn't uh, sing that now. No, I, so, I, I, I don't. Well, then we'll play, that. we'll play the recording of that on some other date mm-hmm. then. But coming back to you, uh, Bob, I ask you a love song deliberately, specifically. So you think about daily endeavors, you know, as well as this 
big mural, this tapestry you put in the song. There's one that I heard you do called John Brown. It's not about John Brown, hmm. uh, God's angry man. It's not, you, you wrote, you know, we think of John Brown, uh, the original John Brown, saber down while fighting for the freedom of three million enslaved Americans. Mm, no, no, I, I, well, that's not the fella. This is true. I know, I know. I say, this is the other. Now, there's another John Brown you sing about, right? Yeah, that's the one that, that is the true guy. This is the true John Brown, but there's the John Brown you sing about. Yeah, that's, uh, the one I sing about is actually true. Oh, that's the someone you knew? I didn't know him. No. I knew, I knew uh, of, him. of him. Yeah, I knew him. Do you remember that song? Because that's a powerful one. Hmm, I, I guess I do. Remember. Will you try that one? I'll try it. That's a powerful one. I know we're doing this program on the fly because it's, uh, you have to be elsewhere very soon, but uh, I think in hearing you sing these songs, Bob, we know more about you as well as, as a result of what you're saying, too. Oh, Ricky, 
Tell me, my darling son, pray tell me what they've done. How is it that you come to be this way? He whispered kind of slow as his mouth could hardly move. His mother had to turn her face away. Don't you remember, Ma, when I went off to war? You well thought it was the best thing I could do. I was on the battleground, you were home acting proud. You wasn't there standing in my shoes. But I thought when I was there, God, what am I doing here? I'm trying to kill somebody or die trying. But the thing that scared me most is when my enemy came so close and I saw that his face looked just like mine. Could not help but think through the thunder sound and stink that I was just a puppet in a play. And through the roar and smoke, the string had finally broke, and a cannonball blew my eyes away. As he turned away to walk, his ma was still in shock, seeing the metal brace that helped him stand. But as he turned to go, he called his mother close and he dropped his medals down into her hand. As you sing that, I think of some ho- uh, song of a wholly different world, yet the same, you know, Johnny, I hardly knew you. No, I heard that And yet there. you're saying the same thing in your own way. I suppose in this hour program, we can have just a, a few of the songs. How many have you written so far, Bob? Oh. In 21 years, and yet in your oh. 21 years. The ones I've got. Mm-hmm. I don't know the ones I've got, I could tell you that, but the ones I actually haven't. You know, have mm-hmm. ones I've written down and, and people and the publishers have are about, uh, I'd say about 75. 75. Well, you know, you're writing almost all the time. I yeah, mean, I'm writing a book now. You're writing a book? Yeah. And what would the book be? An autobiography? <laughs> yeah, it's about uh, my first week in New York. What, your first week in New York? Yeah. Oh, there's a very funny song. It's a funny, sad song that you sing called It's a Talking Song, isn't it? New oh, York Town. Yeah, it's not, it's not yeah. that kind of, it's not. Yeah. It's it's got more you know to it than that. Mm-hmm. It's got not too much music in it, mm-hmm. except maybe you know a couple chapters there, a couple chapters maybe. But this book involves what your observations about the big city? Hmm? No, is not even it? about the big city. Really, the big city got nothing to do with it. It's just about uh, somebody that's come to uh, the end of one road, you know, and, and actually knows it's the end of one road, and. Uh, Knows there's another road there, but doesn't exactly know where it is. You know, and knows he can't go back on this one road. Ah, so it deals with a, a new birth in a way. Yeah, right? sort of. It was he. That's one life. That's over. Yeah. And he, you mean he knows there's something else? He knows there's uh well. He's got all kinds of stuff in it, which just doesn't add up. You know, all kinds. It's got thoughts in the head. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all about teachers in school. You know, all about hitchhikers around the country. You know, uh, all about uh, 
And these are these are friends of mine too, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, college kids, you know, going to college. It's got, uh, and these are all people that I knew. Every one of them, sort of a kind of symbol, I guess. Maybe you call symbol for for all kinds of them, people like that. And in New York, you know, New York's like a different world, you know. Especially, I'd never been in New York before, and I still carrying their memories with me. So I decided all to write it all down. And so it it's, it doesn't really con it's about it's not about New York. But New no, York it's like, was it's like, the it's like one, reason for your writing. Yes, it was yes. the cause of the writing. It. Yes. But it's about as you say you're looking. Well, when you say this, you're looking. You feel a great many of your contemporaries. Is that it? Uh, fellas like you are looking for that road. They don't quite know what it is. Is that it? Yeah. That's the road is very hard to find now. I guess it would be. Maybe sometimes I wish that uh, this was nineteen uh, something else. You know? Thirty, yeah. <laughs> Before that, when seems like you know, like I was talking, like pounding a nail in the board. It seems like there's a board there, and uh, all the nails are pounded in all over the place. You know, and uh, uh, every new person that comes around to pound in a nail finds that there's one less space. You know, and uh, I hope we haven't got to the end of the space yet. Mm. <laughs> You're looking for a fresh, uh, fresh piece of wood or something. I, I think. It, no, I'm, I'm I'm content with the same old piece of wood. I just yeah. want to find my place to pound the nail. Place to pound the nail. Isn't that what most of them are looking for? Yeah. Place to pound the nail. Yeah. Well, I think Bob, in your songs. You're saying this. I think every one of the songs you write. Some of the people are the nails. <laughs> are the, you mean they're being pounded? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I think we should point out that the new Columbia, it's a forthcoming Columbia album, isn't it? Has uh, people who are the nails. Oxford Town, for one, oh, yeah, that right. deals with the Meredith case. You have one called Masters of War. That's a. Yeah. Well, yeah, it deals with the Meredith case, song. but then again, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. And yeah. it's beyond that. Yeah, it's. Uh, you know, like music, like my my writing in that is is nothing like this guitar. I don't consider sacred. You know, I don't. Uh, I don't like it. guitar could bust and break. It's pretty old now. I could still get another one. You know, uh, you know, it's a tool for me. That's all it is. It's just my tool. It's like anybody else has a tool. Some some people saw the tree down. You know, or some people spit tacks. You know, when I go to saw the tree down, I cut myself on the saw. You know. I spit tax and I swallowed tax, you know, so I just sort of got this here tool and that's all I, I use it as, it's a tool. My life is is the street where I walk, you know. That, that, Your life that, is that's the street my, where yeah, you walk. Yeah, that's, that's my life. The music, guitar, that's my tool, you know. You said Oxford Town. Oxford Town is, is, is not about is America, not about it's about more than that. It's about, yeah, it's about... Uh, you could. I wrote that a long, long time. I wrote that when was it? When it happened, and I could have written that yesterday. It's still the same. I mean, why doesn't somebody investigate soon? You know, it's a. Uh, that's one verse in the song. It's the last verse. You no, know, that's uh, Somebody better investigate soon. You know. Well, it seems that all your songs are about more than the actual event that may have caused it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I got song. a song about Davy Moore. Which I, about Davy yeah, Moore, the fighter. A, yeah, the guy that. Uh, I'll sing that one for you. All right. It's that. Mm -hmm. This was the featherweight. Uh, was he featherweight champ? Davy Moore, who was killed in the prize ring that night of the three championship fights. 
and there's been this campaign. But then again, I'm, I'm not a topical songwriter. Again, it's not the I, I, I'll ask you about that after you see Davey Moore. You say you're not, oh no, you're not a topical songwriter. No, I don't really even like that word. I mean, it's not a song about a certain event yeah, that not, says no. that. It's beyond that. Let's see if I can. Fate, but the crowd would have booed, I'm sure, not getting their money's worth. It's too bad he had to go, but there was pressure on me, too, you know. It wasn't me that made him fall, you can't blame me at all. Who killed Davy Moore? Why? What's the reason for? Not us, said the angry crowd, whose voices filled the arena loud. It's too bad he died that night We just like to see a good fight We just like to see some sweat There ain't nothing wrong in that It wasn't us that made him fall You can't blame us at all Who killed Davy Moore? Why? What's the reason for? Not me, said his manager Puffing on a big cigar It's hard to say, it's hard to tell I always thought that he was well It's too bad for his wife and kids he's dead But if he was sick he should have said It wasn't me that made him fall You can't blame me at all Who killed Davy Moore? Why? What's the reason for? Not me, said the gambling man With his ticket stub still in his hand It wasn't me that knocked him down My hands didn't touch him none I didn't commit no ugly sin Anyway, I put money on him to win It wasn't me that made him fall You can't blame me at all Who killed Davy Moore? Why? What's the reason for? Not me, said the boxing writer Who pounds the print in his old typewriter Saying boxing ain't to blame, there's more danger in a football game. Saying fist fighting is here to stay, it's just the American way. It wasn't me that made him fall, you can't blame me at all. Who killed Davy Moore? Why? What's the reason for? Not me, said the man whose fists laid him low in a cloud of mist who come here from Cuba's door where boxing ain't allowed no more I hit him, yes, yes, it's true but that's what I'm paid to do don't say murder, don't say kill it was destiny, it was God's will who killed Davy Moore? Why? What's the reason for? Oh boy, that's a story of mankind, maybe you, you, you were talking <laughs> about that you know, this is more than... It's And about boxing. Remember way back you said the face of the executioner is always well hidden? 
Yeah. Here we are. We come back to it again. Who killed Cock Robin? Who killed Davy Moore? I think, Bob Dylan, we have just a touch of you now, and I hope this is chapter one involving your visits to Chicago. Uh, singer, poet, songs, and soon there will be a concert of his in town, which we, of course, will keep the audience informed about. What's one way to sign off? Remember, you signed on uh, singing the song, mm. sort of traveling, anything that you feel like, just a signing off that we've heard about maybe a half a dozen of the 75 songs that are out of you and in you and part of you, uh, Bob Dylan. Sign off, uh, let's see. I think, uh, I hate I, to uh, sing a song for signing off. <laughs> you know, I, it's I not never, a question of signing off. Knows. It's not a question of signing off. A question of saying, uh, walking off for the moment. You need not. But I think that uh, what I've been saying about you, Bob, is merely echoing what so many others, Bob Shelton of the New York Times, uh, uh, Barry Kittleson of Billboard, more than that, people who've seen you and whose opinions I respect, and artists like Pete Seeger and Will Holt who sing your songs. Uh, their way and point out where, where they come from and you yourself can't tell exactly where they come from no I can't Pete can do it Pete can do it you can well you yeah. can uh, well the fact is there uh, the source is there yeah. Bob thank you and even if you don't sing a song now we'll be playing a record to sign you off <laughs> but well, what is I didn't want to leave and go just yet say I think of one uh, of the songs you've sung there, there's Tomorrow's a Long Time, hmm. there's a... Uh, oh, the, Blown in the Wind, there's one, I was singing that. Oh, of course, isn't that one, isn't that a popular song? That's a popular song now, I believe, isn't that? God, hope not. It's, no, by popular, I mean in a, in a good sense, a lot of people are singing oh, yeah, it, that I mean one. to say. Blown in the Wind, I think this is one. Uh, Blown in the Wind, this is my way of saying to you right now, uh, so long, Bob Dylan, for now. You know, it's a woody phrase, take it easy, but take, take, it, easy, it. But take it. I use that as a sign-off daily. It's a, a, a borrowing from Woody, who in a sense borrowed it from American history. So, blowing down the wind, blowing down the wind. It's called blowing in, blow, blowing in the wind, blowing in the wind. This is Bob Dylan, so long, Bob Thanks for listening. This show is a part of the FM Podcast Network. Visit us at fmpods.com.